Sex isn't intimacy. Sex is pleasurable and becomes more pleasurable when you have intimacy. Not sold? Let's rethink love, relationships, and sex. Let me seduce you. You are listening to the linguist of love. Welcome to the erotic renaissance. Welcome to the erotic renaissance. I am Meg de la Torre, your linguist of love. In our previous episode, I read to you the vows that I desire to make for a love that is deep and soulfully enriching. What I have not told you yet is that there are three promises that only my future love will ever get to read one day. And special footage of the recording session that is safely stored away for him. A gift for one day. Today is a very special day as I am releasing the first installment of this year's Erotica. You'll be able to find installments here on the Erotic Renaissance between other episodes as treats for you, my lovely listener. In this episode, I give you Chapter 1 As you may have seen on Instagram, this erotica is based on my own life and experiences. As I experience and live my life, I will be drafting, revising, and recording the erotic tale. For you. Occasionally, you may be surprised to find some footage that will accompany the story, and you will get the chance to play with me in Fantasyland by submitting fantasies anonymously. A link to an anonymous form can be found here in the description. As I'm recording this episode for you, I'm wearing something to help me get in my most feline form. With black lingerie, 
a red lace bustier and a black silk skirt around my waist i'm wearing a harness and a black feline tail trails from the base of my spine on my décolleté and throughout my hair i smell of rose and jasmine if you'd like to match my mood i have the scent venus warming in my wax melter surrounding me with notes of romantic rose dreamy jasmine and a smoky bite of bourbon It is my hope that if you are listening right now that you take the opportunity to have a date with yourself whether you are listening along with a partner or are practicing some self love Now I give to you our first erotic tease of season 3 If you'd like to join me for some communal breathing to syncopate your heartbeat and breath to mine Let's take 3 long breaths together. Breathe in. And out. Breathe in. And out. Breathe in. And out. Chapter 1. The sound at sunrise. By Meg de la Torre. linguist of love Esmeralda was curled up on the worn rug near the wood-burning stove she had fallen asleep by the fire while reading her worn copy of Alice's adventures 
in Wonderland. By now, half of the cover was missing. If it was ever tossed onto a cushion or surface, the creased binding exposed the Cheshire's grin flipping quickly to chapter six immediately. After so many reads, she continued to marvel at the simplicity in the beginning of Alice's meaningful yet nonsensical adventure. So it was always a novel she found herself returning to when she couldn't sleep, struggling to open her eyes. Esmeralda noticed she was still in the common room. The makeshift lounge had been pulled together with mismatched fabrics that cascaded around the room and cushions that lay in mounds upon the floor. The cushions had been procured shortly after Stella and Esmeralda decided to nest and set up shop in the abandoned lounge. Stella had found the young woman wandering in the alley next to Starlight Lounge, and Esmeralda felt lucky to have found a good-hearted woman like Stella to help her when she needed it most. Luckily, they found each other. The sex kitten arched her back and stretched, allowing the gratitude to fill her entire body as she continued to warm herself before the fire. The warmness of gratitude washing over her. The distant memory started to pull Esmeralda into a dreamlike state that she allowed to enliven her. Early morning twilight was her favorite hour. Perhaps it was because anything felt possible at this time of day. Deciding to prowl outside to get flowers for the lounge and food for the other sex kittens, she stretched and arched her back before swirling the energy in her sacral chakra, transfiguring herself into her feminine form as she approached the washroom. Slinking to the shower, Esmeralda enjoyed the heat of the water that cascaded over her body, allowing her to enjoy the soft slide of suds over her skin. In her meditative state, she considered how far she had come from those early days since meeting Stella. The two women had sold roses and chrysanthemums in the streets, hoping to make enough to do something with the abandoned lounge. 
it had taken a long time and a lot of effort to create the sensual lounge. While the two women slept in the back room of the lounge, they arranged items they found abandoned in alleyways and gave love to anything that seemed to need a home. At first, Starlight Lounge was going to open as a mystic tea house. They had been so excited to create a space for halflings and purists to get to know each other and resolve tensions. <sighs> However, after awakening to an angry number of purists demanding they leave town after rumors of hexes and potions would run amok and bring more disgrace to the city, they realized that purists hated witches even more than they hated halflings. Seeing how crestfallen Stella was after the fear had washed away, it was then that Esmeralda had decided that the lounge could cater specifically to those with fetishes and kinks and welcome other halflings to be housed in the lounge. Because of their mixed origin, halflings were often homeless. As it was already hard to find housing, halflings were often declined from rental applications, as most landlords refused to allow wild animals to rent a flat in the city. Esmeralda stretched and furrowed her brow at the memory of how awfully she had been treated whenever a purist caught Esmeralda transfiguring between her feminine and feline forms in the alleyway of 38th Street. It wasn't more than a few moments, but the two purist women had immediately gasped as she exited the lounge and transformed into her sleek, black cat figure, so she could walk outside unseen. Although the steamy water of the shower flushed her skin, Esmeralda felt an icy chill run through her, as though she was still standing in the alleyway, overhearing the women as they passed by yesterday evening. Unpure. She's mixed. Can't even tell what the hell she is. But more than their choice of words, it was the scoff that had set her brow in such a furrow. She knew better than to speak up. It wouldn't be worth it at least not until she could figure out why the moon cycle was starting to conflict with her transfiguration skills. <sighs> until then, she would have to keep to the night shadows of the alleyway 
and only go out in the evening or with her headscarf on to cover the black ears that peeked out of her brown curls. The purists made walking about the streets extremely difficult. Although most of the lounge guests were purists themselves, it was like they had to abandon their comfort in the lounge from those in the real world. It did not take long after opening the lounge doors that Starlight Lounge was known intimately by most in the city. Most locals had either been to Starlight or had heard that someone had been caught with a kitten. Those who frequented the lounge had even started using coded language to talk about their visits. At the market, Stella had overheard Mr. Spencer talking to Mr. Travis. I heard there's a new whisker being showcased tomorrow night. Even though it frustrated Esmeralda that people were afraid of her, She did think it was cute that Mr. Spencer was trying to talk to others about his visits, despite using a coded tongue. Out of fear of being caught at Starlight Lounge, most purists hid their attendance from others. To be caught with a kitten from Starlight meant not only were you depraved, but depraved and contaminating your social standing. Vile. Patricia Spencer had called her husband when she caught him cheerfully strolling out of the lounge door on his way home from the office. She wanted something she was too afraid to ask of her husband and Esmeralda could imagine it was similar to her husband's spanking kink. She knew, because Mr. Spencer was often chained to the St. Andrew's Cross in the lounge on thirsty Thursdays, and was actively trying to earn an over-the-knee spanking from her. Esmeralda could only imagine what vile proclivities, Mrs. Spencer was curious to try with a sex kitten. Smiling at the idea of imagining Mr. Spencer's wife sprawled over her knee for a punishment session before he could earn one himself, Esmeralda felt a wave of arousal course through her. Her nails were massaging conditioner into her hair, and when she had finished washing it out, she began to move her hand down to feel her own lithe body. She stopped 
to tease her nipples under the cascading water with her fingertips before she was interrupted by a sound from outside. It reverberated off the tiles in the washroom and tingled her spine. She abruptly stopped the path of her hand like it had given her the word wait. It sounded similar to the way that she mewled at the moon when she was most aroused. But it was deeper and had more of an ow sound. Taking this moment as her cue to exit the warmth of the shower, she wrapped herself in a big and soft towel and found her footing on the cool tile floor. As she worked her locks into curls, and got ready to go out for an early morning adventure. Esmeralda pulled herself up and moved towards the long mirror where all the sex kittens got ready for guests. <sighs> She could feel the full moon approaching. It had only begun recently that she found her transfiguration skills weakened each time the moon was heavy with illumination. Even though some moons were harder than others, this particular moon phase felt heavier to Esmeralda. Peering into her reflection, she could see her sleek, velvety black feline ears peeking tall over her brown curls. <sighs> She sighed and opened a vanity drawer, withdrawing her scarlet scarf. She covered her ears and hair and silently moved across the floor to Stella's bed, leaving a note that she would return shortly. Seeing dawn was just about to break, Esmeralda squeezed herself out of the back door, careful to not allow the chill of February to enter the lounge. Taking a deep morning breath, she smiled at the idea of catching the sunrise and fetching bread and fruit from the market. 
keeping to the shadows. Esmeralda moved with litheness on her way, catching eyes with some other halflings, probably also in need of provisions before the purists would leave for work over the next few hours. As she made her way to the market, she found herself lost in thought over the white ears she had seen while getting ready for bed. This was the first time she had seen them, and as far as she was aware, she hadn't met a halfling that had two animal lineages. She wasn't sure if this was a sign that would make things worse for her, but she could hypothesize that if purists didn't like halflings, then they would outcast her even more with an identity composed of more than two entities. The ears she had seen on her head were fluffier than her feline ears, and seeing them for the first time She panicked and shook her head wildly in hopes they would disappear. Luckily, they had. Just in time for Stella to enter the room and ask about Disco, the rowdiest kitten at the lounge. The notion that Stella would outcast her for her non-feline ears created a knot in her stomach that made her realize that perhaps everyone had something they were fearful of others knowing. Whether it was a halfling or a purist with their hidden rendezvous, the twilight hour was one of her favorites Although it was for her safety to travel at this time of the day, the moments in which the sun had yet to peak over the horizon felt endless with possibilities, like the whole world was awaiting for what the sun would say. In the distance, Thomas waved from his market stand, seeing Esmeralda's scarlet scarf. She waved back as she approached. Quietly, the two exchanged smiles. He often came to see Esmeralda to work on his foot fetish. A delightful gentleman who really knew how to worship Esmeralda's feet. When he put her foot in his mouth, 
his eyes would roll back and he would recite poetry about how her toes were like the sweetest grapes. His visits always helped her feet feel cherished after her late nights dancing for other guests. She couldn't imagine going to another grocer for her fruit after the luxurious treatment from Thomas Greenland's. They communicated in silence with gestures and brief words of five more please and the red and orange roses please careful to not disturb the purists who had gone to the market earlier than usual See you tomorrow, Miss Esmeralda, Thomas said with a wink, adding a bag of grapes to her bag that she hadn't paid for. I insist, he said, as she motioned for him to not trouble himself. Thomas gently took her free hand in his and kissed it. Taking her leave with a smile, she considered how lovely it was, how he always attempted to romance her despite the societal rules in place. She smiled at the morning sunlight peeking over the buildings ahead of her. Just in time. Esmeralda moved to the shadow of the alleyway and enjoyed watching the rays of sunlight get caught behind the lamppost in corners of brick-laden buildings. The bright moon was still visible overhead as Esmeralda found her way through the back door of the lounge. It was growing larger and larger and would soon be full. Esme. Jazz skidded to a stop before her and threw her arms around Esmeralda's waist before peeking in the brown paper bag to see what she had brought with her. Esmeralda, 
put a finger into her lips, reminding her that the other sex kittens were still sleeping. Jazz nodded, and the two moved into the adjoining room, gently pulling the paper door closed. Thomas said he would come in tomorrow for some foot worship. Esmeralda whispered as she brought the paper bag over to the table. She knew how much Jazz enjoyed voyeuring, but especially loved Thomas's visits. He was always so overjoyed to have Esmeralda's feet in his hands. <sighs> Do you think he'd want a voyeur this time? Jazz instantly perked up and started peeling oranges. I can imagine it would make his experience more complete to have an audience for his poetry. <laughs> they laughed lightly together, both sharing arousal at the conversation. Jazz smiled and nodded, bringing over a strainer as Esmeralda fetched vases for the roses. It was her favorite part of the week. While Mondays were least favored for most, Esmeralda loved to set up the lounge for the week ahead. She would call upon the moon to keep the roses lively throughout the week. And placing roses on the tables with intention. She trimmed the stems and used water that had been blessed under the recent new moon to nourish the roses as she took her time to set intentions for the week and place the roses throughout the lounge. She again heard the noise that she had heard while washing her body, Jess, she whispered to the sex kitten that was arranging fruits in a bowl. Did you hear that? Jazz paused for a moment. What did you hear? It was a sound in the distance. Realizing that Jazz had not heard the sound, she redirected. 
Perhaps it was just another halfling passing by. Ready to rouse the kittens? Waking her lounge sisters was Jazz's favorite task. She transfigured herself into her feline form. An orange and cream-colored feline. As Esmeralda placed the bowl of fruit, feta, and challah bread on the table. Jazz then leapt towards the pile of sleeping kittens, nuzzling each one. By the time the teapot whistled, the kittens were stretching and yawning, the sleep out of their spines. Stella was the first to emerge from the bedroom. She smiled at the others, who were transfiguring and putting on their robes. The roses are lovely. Nice choices. Good morning, Stella. Esmeralda embraced Stella who smelled like sunflowers and rain after her shower. I'm glad you like them. I think they will really help set the mood this week. After she had enjoyed some breakfast, Esmeralda returned to the dressing room to prepare for opening. She took her time to care for her curls and added mascara. For a moment, she had not realized her ears were white. But when she saw them, she sighed. Ugh. Again with this, she rolled her eyes. However, thinking about her realization on her morning walk, she decided to reach up and touch the ears. They were soft. Although her feline ears were velvety soft, These felt different. She smiled at their soft touch, and in a moment, they had disappeared. It was then that Esmeralda had a realization. (sighs) Acceptance. Thank you so much.
for joining my erotic renaissance and taking time to listen to my first installment of the erotic life I am writing this year. I hope this episode inspired a little self-love and acceptance today. I do hope that if you are listening to my voice as the sun sets, that you rest well and easily and dream up new dreams and adventures for tomorrow. And if you're listening to my voice as the sun rises, may you tame any dragons with the greatest of strength and with the utmost empathy. I am Meg de la Torre, your linguist of love. Let me seduce you.